The season finale with the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions takes place Sunday at noon. It's your play-by-play voice, Paul Allen, joined weekly by Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. This is X's and O's, presented all season by U.S. Bank. How you doing, Coach? Things all right? Yeah, doing okay, Paul. The uh, the 2020 season, uh, probably the, the appreciation for adapting – and people just having to make things work, it, it probably is the highest it's ever been, right? Yeah, um, there was a lot of uh, uh, good communication, a lot of, a lot of people uh, following all the protocols and doing the things that they had to do. Uh, and, uh, you know, I thought our guys did a nice job. When you write that book, will 2020 get a separate chapter? Yeah, probably. Uh, and and speak, speaking of the 2020 season, not speaking for you, of course, but seriously, have you ever appreciated the fans here, there, or anywhere more than this year? Yeah, it's been uh, very unusual. Took a long time to get used to really going in, into the uh, stadium being quiet and, um, you know, uh, on the road at home, the whole bit. You know, we have great fans and they, uh, you know, they definitely help us. Uh, in the home field advantage. What um, uh, Blake Lynch, undrafted from Baylor, you know, he had a bunch of tackles in that New Orleans game. But uh, overall, what do, you, what do you think of Blake? I think he's got a chance to be a good player. He's uh, got good size. Um, you know, like most of these young guys, they got to get bigger and stronger. But he's got good speed. He's a smart kid. Um, so he has a chance. You know, I think uh, has a chance to be a good special teams player next year and then maybe move, move into, uh, you know, the lineup a little bit more the following. You know, uh, this this Lynch undrafted from Baylor, I think 2016 through 2018 played offense, had like rushing and receiving touchdowns. 2019, sacks and interceptions. That uh, That's quite the athlete at Baylor in the Big 12. Pretty good. Yeah, and he, uh, he was a defensive back, uh, you know, so he's still learning the position, um, you know, and um, he, he's – I think Eric Wilson has helped him quite a bit trying to learn some of the – some of the nuances of playing linebacker. You know, with uh, the way the New Orleans game went and the way the season will end with no playoffs, is is it even possible at this stage to recognize truly how much dynamic young talent you have on this team? I think, Paul, that's still, that's still a ways away. You know, I think we do have some talented young guys. Um, but, you know, uh, they have to be obviously a lot more consistent. Uh, you know, they all have to get bigger and stronger, get in the weight room, get, have an off-season, OTAs, um, spring practice. You know, I think they all have to have that. And, uh, you know, without that, it uh, put a lot of these guys behind the eight ball, really. You know, with uh, Justin Jefferson, more receptions than Randy Moss in 98, his rookie year, 37 yards from the most receiving yards in the history of the Minnesota Vikings. I know – in a team game, it's an individual accomplishment, but with no preseason and, and a virtual offseason, with all that, that that's phenomenal. Yeah, he's done a great job, uh, you know, but uh, offensively, I think we've done a great job all year long. You know, we've had a lot of veteran guys, and I think it showed throughout most of the season, um, you know, having Justin in there with with Adam and, uh, uh, you know, most of the time with Kyle and, and the, you know, Kirk. Um, and having Cookie, you know, being able to do what he's done, I think all those things have added to uh, to him. But he's he's a, a really really good football player, catches the ball well, 
um, runs really good routes, and he'll continue to get better and better. How about Riley Reef? I mean, he, he himself, in my opinion, is a metaphor for life because, you know, take, reportedly takes a pay cut in training camp, uh, assumedly doesn't complain about it, and goes out and has arguably the best season of his career. I mean, that that's how you handle tough situations, right? Yeah, and Riley, uh, you know, I love him. He's he's uh, he doesn't say a lot, but when he does, he means it. He's he's extremely tough, extremely physical. Wants to battle you every single play. Um, you know, he's just a just a true football player. After this uh, Lions game, do you get some time off, or is it immediately tear down the 2020, figure out what to do to get better? Yeah, I think uh, what we're going to do is take take a little time away. And then, uh, you know, because you, you never want to evaluate all your players on, on you know, pat, just a past performance. So take some time, think about the, the season, the things we've, we, we've done well, the things we didn't do well, and then uh, evaluate the players and then, then go from there. Mike Zimmer, X's and O's, KFAN, Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. The, uh, with, with the week of practice up to this Lions game, um, non-playoff season, do, do, does anything change? Does it loosen up a little? I mean, like how, how does this week of practice compare to others? Well, it's, it's pretty similar, you know. Uh, you know, quite honestly, the defensive guys, these, these young guys, they need to continue to practice. And, and go you know we probably could go a little bit lighter with the with the offensive guys but uh you know it's a team game and we all got to go out there and we all got to try to perform and um you know so uh to me this this is the game that I'll remember throughout the course of the off season and uh you know so hopefully we go out there and play play well given the nature of the most recent off season Jeff Gladney, nine plays against the Packers played increasingly more the rest of the way uh the Packers game first game of the year uh, overall, uh, what did you think of Jeff? Yeah, I think he's had a good year. Uh, you know, like I said before, we put a lot on his plate, playing really playing two positions for a young guy. I've never had a, a rookie come in and, and be able to do those kind of things and, and get in in a nickel before. Um, so he's, he's done a nice job. Uh, it's, it, the offseason will be important for him as well. Uh, you know, he, he, he had a knee that he, he's been uh, milking a little bit. Uh, I guess is the best way to say it throughout the throughout the course of the season. So he needs to get that rehab the right way, uh, get back and get some strength, and and uh, and you know come back ready to go. You know whether uh, it was Xavier Rhodes here when he was atop his game, Leon Hall when you were in Cincinnati, is Cam Dantzler becoming the type of corner where you're getting close to being able to say that guy is yours. That's the end of the story. Well, I think he has that ability. You know, it's still way too early to to say that. Um, you know, he does have ability and he does have really good covers cover skills. You know, he's got to stay healthy. He's got to get he's got to get bigger and stronger in the off season as well. You know, he's 180 pounds and six almost six two. Uh, you know, he's got to get some put some bulk and, and strength on him, and then uh, you know understand. I I think the one good thing about all these young guys is they kind of understand what. Um, the NFL season is really like it's a lot different than the college season and and even some of our guys who missed the OTAs and um, you know the, the the true training camp kind of kind of things um, I think they got an appreciation for uh, what it really is going to take for them to be a good 
professional football players. And and off that, I mean, I think maybe for fans or really anybody except for like superstar veteran players, the the appreciation for the preseason games. I mean, have you ever appreciated preseason games more than you do now? Yeah, and you know, Paul, we had guys come in here that uh, weren't even here in training camp that end up playing in their first game is is. Uh, you know, when they go out there and play against whoever we're playing that week. We've had, you know, these rookies, the first game they get to go out and, uh, you know, play against Aaron Rodgers the first game. So, um, you know, those things are all important in the in the progression of um, especially young players. You know, the veteran players, you know, Harrison Smith and those guys and, you know, Riley Reef, as you said, they have an idea of what, what this thing's all about now. But I, I promise you if they would have had to deal with the same things that these young guys had to, um, that, you know, it, it would have took their breath away a little bit as well. And then you get to Ezra Cleveland. I mean, he had never he may, maybe played guard in high school. I don't know, but he never did a Boise State. You know, now all of a sudden we're opposite, what, Grady Jarrett and, and Akeem Hicks and these men that make up the NFL. And I'm sure it didn't grade out perfectly, but think about that from a team concept standpoint. He wants to be tackle. You drafted him as a tackle. But look, I mean, he went in there and gave his best. Yeah, and um, he's another guy that needs to get bigger and stronger. You know, he's, he's, he's still a puppy. Um, you know, all, all these young guys, you know, Jefferson obviously was ready to go. He's, he got the size and speed, but when, when he puts on a little bit of strength, a little bit more strength, he's, he's going to be something really to deal with. But, you know, Ezra has to do that. Uh, you know, all these, all these young guys that uh, come in here, um, you know, it's different. And then, and when you don't have OTAs and preseason and, uh, <laughs> all the, you know, training camp really of, of what, what you have to do, it, it's, it's a different deal. Now, um, with uh, with Eric Hendricks, you're you're making a playoff push, and you lose Eric. Uh, with, with losing him, what what on the defense did did you did you miss during the playoff push? Well, somebody could make some plays. You know, he's he was a big time playmaker. Uh, you know, intercept intercept the ball against Detroit uh, in the end zone. Um, you know, his his leadership ability of getting everybody lined up and making the correct calls and all those all those types of things uh you know but just his you know he's he just is a football player that goes and makes tackles all day long and you know with him not being there obviously and, and missing bar that obviously helped you know hurt as well and his energy too right specifically in stadiums with no fans where you know you kind of got to get it going on your own yeah, and, you know, Chris Boyd was a big energy guy before he got hurt. You know, he was a guy that was a good tackler and uh, energetic, and uh, he brought a lot of emotion to those to those young defensive backs. And so, uh, you know, that was a, that was a loss as well. Um, I saved Alvin for last uh, because I saved the best for last. He, he's phenomenal. On and off the field, he's phenomenal. What uh, did you think of his season? Uh, terrific. Uh, you know, he he fought through playing 80 plays, I think it was 70 plays in one ball game or something like that. Um, you know, uh, his explosiveness, his leadership ability, who I, which I really, really respect the way he, he goes about being a leader and the toughness that he brings to not only that position, but the offense and the, and the team. I think, uh, you know, he's, he's just a tremendous tremendous football player with a great heart and uh you know as good as football player is his heart might be bigger and uh i and we respect you thank you very much for joining us and uh best of luck this offseason okay all right paul thank you
Andrew Janoco, a frequent guest on X's and O's, is the wide receiver coach for the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, he's in his sixth year with the football team. Something um, I discussed with the head coach in the previous segment, adapting and and just learning the the proper routes to adaptation, no matter what comes at you. I mean, really, with the 2020 Vikings and professionally or personally for you, Andrew, is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, I think so. You know, everybody, uh, whether it's in the sports world or outside of here, has had to adapt to different circumstances. Um, and, and we're no different. And we take each day and we know we have a job to do. And however, we got to get that done, whether it's virtually, whether it's in person, the uh, different things that come at us, we just we try to do it one day at a time and do the best we can. Any uh, any personal or professional like life lessons out of this season? You, you you missed a game, you know, because of the COVID situation, and you know, like you mentioned with the no fans and virtual, and anything that when you sit down and and you kind of smell the roses with the way things went, anything that'll stick with you forever? I think just counting your blessings every day and. and realizing how blessed you are to get to do what you do and and any time that you get to step on the field whether it's practice to walk through or it's a game to never take that for granted and to to always understand that it it's it's truly an honor to to get to wear these colors and, and step out onto that field so you know just really enjoying any time you get to do that uh justin jefferson rookie from lsu 38 yards from moss's 98 rookie record 207 yards from a player named Bill Groman, uh, who um, has a 60-year-old record for the most receiving yards in the history of the NFL. Best of luck with Justin off that. But kind of uh, dovetailing what um, I discussed with, with the head coach in the previous segment. For Jefferson, no preseason games, virtual offseason, Randy Moss-type records. I mean, this is unbelievable. Great job by him. Great job by you. Oh, well, thanks, Paul. You know, biggest thing is, is just trying to, to get ready to play every week, give him uh, the, the best, the best uh, opportunities and the best advantages possible for him to get to display his talent and, and help him be ready mentally and physically to, to go execute the plan each week. With, uh, with everything laid out with Justin, and he's obviously a very, very talented young man, with no preseason games in that virtual offseason, I'm going to guess that it probably didn't all super click early in the season. Maybe it hasn't to this point. But getting through that, learning NFL plays with, with no preseason and a different training camp, was that difficult? Yeah, it was. You know, the offseason was difficult at times, but everybody had the same hand. And so we had to go to work and you know, it's a credit to, to those guys to learn to learn that system, a credit to Justin to learn the system, um, learn how to run the routes. Um, and, it, yeah, it was a struggle at first, but, um, you know, we just – we had to do what we had to do and, you know, take the extra time and the extra meetings and, and try to get him in position where he could, uh, he could go out and practice on his own and, um, you know, understand the, the language that we were talking, the language we were speaking plays, um, the different things we were asking, how we ran routes here, um, and the different techniques to apply. You know, yeah, there there was some hiccups at times, and you know, we kind of had to dive headfirst in once we all got here together, um, not just the rookies, but but all the receivers in that room. Um, you know, with me being a new guy added to that room, you know, we just kind of had to go and 
you know, there were, there were uh, bumps in the road, but, you know, at the same time, we just, uh, you know, we kind of took it in stride each day. Uh, Andrew, your, your first season is wide receivers coach. Now in the off season, did you like talk to anybody either on this team or with other teams who a have done that job before or B kind of got you set up for what to expect? Yeah, obviously, you know, as a staff, we're talking every day. And, and one of the great things of, of working for Coach Zim, working for Coach Kubiak are, is they coach their coaches. And, you know, Coach Kubes every day, he was, he was helping me. He was coaching me um, as much as he was coaching everybody else. And then, you know, you reach, out to, you reach out to different resources, different guys that you know have done this uh, job, and you pull from your notes, people you've been around, people you respect in this league, and, and try to give yourself, uh, set yourself up to, to be successful the best way you know how without actually seeing a whole lot of people uh, for a couple months. Wow. What um, what'd you like about Adam Thielen's season? You know, he's just, he's just one of those people that are a pro, and, and no matter what we ask him to do, he takes pride in it, whether it's digging out of safety, it's cutting off on the backside, it's running a route for a screen. He wants to, to do that. Um, <clears throat> to do that to the best of his ability he takes a lot of pride in it. And, you know, he wants to make sure that the tough catches are ones he's supposed to make. Um, and he holds himself to a very high level of accountability. And, and that's been, that's been uh, really cool to be around to see somebody that really focuses on the little things and, and really cares about the little things, whether he's getting the ball or he's not, he wants to do it right all the time. 13 red zone touchdowns for Adam, number one in the NFL. What, what makes him so good in, in the red area inside the 20? Well, I think it starts with what I just mentioned, his attention to detail and um, understanding who the defender is, what they're trying to do, how he studies defenders, and then putting himself within the concept and giving himself the, the best, position, best position to be successful, whether it's in the beginning of the route uh, whether it's creating separation at the top of the route and the moves he works on there and the things we stress there. And then, you know, just being a competitor and wanting to go get the ball. Uh, lastly, and it's off topic because you are the wide receivers coach. We have one game to go. You worked with Rick Dennison in the offensive line last year. And I know you watch back these plays, Riley Reef and Brian O'Neill. I mean, seriously, when you watch back these plays, I know you're not coaching them this year, but isn't it a treat to watch those guys play the way they play? It really is. And, and those two guys deserve to, to play well because that's how they prepare. So it's an expectation for them because they prepare so hard and they practice so hard and, and they're both tough guys. So when they have success, it's, it's not a surprise. It's seeing their hard work pay off and, and them you know, getting what they deserve because that's how they work each day. Great job, ma'am. Thank you, Andrew, for all the appearances on X's and O's this year. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful offseason. I'm sure we'll uh, run into each other, uh, other when, uh, whenever it's safe to run into each other, right? Hey, let me know as soon as, as soon as we can get down and see you uh, call a race again. I'd love to do that. I'm, I'm in on that, man. Thank you, Andrew. Take care, Paul.